And once again, it's the Old Guys Travel Show. Aging with energy is what we call this. We're the Old Guys, as always, brought to you by the Chamber Plan and our friend, the Retirement Sherpa. Could you tell where my head was at when you found me? Always good to be with you, Mr. Patterson, talking about our ability over the last uh, few uh, years of our lives, probably the last 10 of yours, more recently of mine, to be able to go away. Yeah, and and you know, Howard, I, I guess you could argue that any trip is a bucket list thing on some level. But what I'm about to talk to, to uh, talk to you today about in the audience is like high bucket list for me. It was something I I had to do. Maybe not that exotic, but um, it was a tour of Texas, the state of Texas. Really? Yes. But what was what it's tied to is I've always been fascinated by the JFK stuff. You know, I was seven years old when he was assassinated. I remember the teacher walking to the back of the class, the principal telling her and her coming up and explaining it to us. And then what's ensued, you know, about, you know, the the conspiracy theories and everything and uh, finding out the, the type of guy he was. And I don't know. It's just always it's always I've read several books on it. It's just always really interested me. So I always wanted to go to Dallas and check out the JFK stuff. But if you're going to do that, it's a whole big state. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, yeah, I was I'm just going to sorry to interrupt. But Mm -hmm. your 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 trip wasn't just that place. It was it was other parts of Texas as well. No. And uh, yeah. And uh, it was a great time. And uh, it started with uh, why I wanted to go there. We flew into Dallas. And right off the top, I'll tell you, Dallas is a sleepy little town. If you have any ideas of going to Dallas and, like, checking out the city, forget it. Because there's just really nothing, from my perspective, our perspective, being there a couple of nights, just nothing going on. Really? It's one of those American cities where up until, the, you know, up until recently, um, not a lot of people live downtown. Mm-hmm. So it's 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock. People just head out of the city, and it's... It's just dead. <laughs> it really is. But what was it like for you, somebody that was uh, aware of that story, as we all are, but somebody that was really interested in it? What was it like going to like Dealey Plaza and that kind of stuff? Well, it's, it's like anything else. When you're there, it takes your breath away. And I remember just driving down to the area and parking and then quickly sizing up what was what. You know, Elm Street, the grassy knoll, uh, as you say, Dealey Square, Dealey Plaza there. I immediately, a lot of the stuff I had written, you know, there's a parking lot up the grassy knoll where apparently shots came from. I immediately went up there and checked it out. And then, of course, the museum stuff, which, you know, sometimes museums can be cheesy. But I went to the sixth floor museum and uh, that was fantastic. You're right in the area that... You know, Levi Harvey Oswald was in when he fired the shots and they've got the boxes set up and they've got the perspective and they have all these angles worked out. And then there's an interactive museum and, uh, you know, and it doesn't avoid the subject of a conspiracy. Well, I was going to ask you about that. Do they no, touch on that? And yes. like, does the museum like is there sort of um, do they still abide by the single gunman theory? Generally, because when you're there, when you're in the in the sixth floor or on the sixth floor, you walk by where the shots were fired from. 
you know, and the boxes are set up like apparently they were on that certain day that he used for AIM or mm-hmm. Um So, yeah, I mean, the whole wow. thing is built around the shots fired from his gun. But again, when you're at the interactive museum, they touch on the conspiracies. And that's what I said, the grassy knoll, that parking lot where they thought maybe some other shots came from. I went up there and that's they touch upon that as well. Um, but I really, really enjoyed it. And right there on Elm Street, you can walk right onto the road and they've marked the road where the car was at the very moment the shots rang out. Wow. And, you know, he was struck. And, yeah, it just puts you in a wild, wild frame of mind. Like, yeah, I'm standing in history right now. And, again, it was something I always wanted to do. There, I was going to do it. And one year, just a couple of years ago, I decided that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this off my bucket list. I have to go there. Um, and, By uh, the way, before you move on from Dallas, I know there's a couple other cities you visited. But, but are there other people? I mean, again, now that you've talked about it, I, I mean, you've told me about going there before, but... You know, I think to myself, that would be fascinating. But I know I know from my older brother who spent a lot of time in Houston and working in Texas for oil companies that Dallas really doesn't have much else, as you say, going on. But even just to spend the day there um, would be fascinating. And I was I guess my question was going to be, are there other people doing the same thing, looking around, going from the. So when you were there, you were everyone's doing the same thing. Yeah, and then you can do the, you know, it's you and I both like the hop on, hop off. You do that, and it takes you by the theater where um, Oswell went after. takes right. you by the rooming house that he was staying in. Crazy. Um, oh, it's amazing. You know, another episode I'm going to, I'll talk about Memphis going there and the whole Martin Luther King Museum and what that entailed. When you're standing there just... Again, part of history right there. It's like, you know, uh, the Dakota where Lenin was shot. Yes. But again, I'm I'm losing my focus here, but it, it's like that. You're just in the middle of history. And, you know, when you're in the middle of somewhere, books have been written and movies have been made. It's uh, Well, something. And, and something we've all seen, like, you know, I wasn't, I was much younger than you. Uh, but I, you know, I, I, at some point I came online and understood the significance of Kennedy and that that Zapruder film, and you know we've all seen and the, the the Oliver Stone movie and all the history of it. It would be eerie, you know. Yeah. Yes, it's eerie. It's um. Yeah, I'm, yeah, eerie. I wouldn't say creepy. Not the this many years later. But again, it puts you in a frame of mind and just the feeling you get um, when you're actually standing on the spot. Because again, they've marked the road and you can stand on the spot and then you can look up at where the shots are fired. And then, of course, you go through the normal stuff. Would that be possible? Look at the distance. Look at the angle. It really is. So what did you come away thinking? No, I'm still, you know, I'm mixed because it seems to me, of course, it had to be a conspiracy. But all these years later, you think somebody would have cracked but no one has. So where are you with that? It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a, um, I mean, a live listen. If you go on the, no, I was going to say not even the dark web, but I mean, there's lots of support for the conspiracies. There's entire, you know, channels dedicated to it. But at some point, the Library of Congress, I think for some reason, I don't know why I remember this because I can't remember much else, but it's 2035. They're going to release a whole whack of stuff that has been sealed. Mm-hmm. 
So who knows? Maybe before we pass on, we might find out exactly what happened. Well, I'd love to know because it's something that's obsessed me for years. For whatever reason, it just has. Anything Kennedy, I'll lead it up. So, Yeah, so that's uh, worth a day, I'll tell you. If you're in Texas, that is worth a day. And as far as Dallas being sleepy, what we did um, the day after that, we, I went out to Arlington because another thing, as you know, I like to visit ballparks or arenas in in other cities and got to go to a Texas Rangers game at the stadium there, which was fun. I love uh, going to those stadiums, and I can't even remember who they were playing that night off the top of my head. It doesn't matter because I just wanted to be in the stadium. Also, when you're at the Texas Rangers game at that stadium, you can walk over to the uh, Dallas Cowboys' new stadium, AT&T Stadium, which... It's quite the edifice. You know, it was the first stadium, I think, that they spent over a billion dollars on. Wow. It can seat 100,000 people. There was no game going on. But just to go there and walk around it, again, you know, the magic or the... Just the story in the history that are the Dallas Cowboys, even though I despise the team. <laughs> I know, they're your least favorite NFL team. Yeah. Still, to be there and walk around the stadium was pretty cool. It, it I really bet. was. Yeah, it was. Now, are there direct flights? I'm sure there are. Toronto, Dallas. Yeah, we went Dallas, though, and flew out of Houston. And the reason we f- uh, flew out of Houston is because when we left um, when we left uh, Arlington, we, we drove to Austin, Texas. Right. Now, Austin, Texas, Howard, is a place you could go. That could be your destination there. Like I went to New Orleans a few weeks ago. You could just go to Austin for a weekend and come home because it's fantastic. The music, the bars, the restaurants. Um, Sixth Street is so cool. You just walk from bar to bar. And again, a lot of the people, a lot like Nashville, it's become a place now where you can be discovered. Right. So the busking and the and the bar uh, bands and everything are just like top notch. Amazing. They really. I don't know if I told you this, but ex-wife Randy and one of her girlfriends uh, just did this a couple months ago. Just three or four day trip to Austin. It's almost like, you know, because sometimes you think of Texas and the sort of, you know, typical American, very right wing state. But yet Austin's a very hipster destination these days. It really is. And again, the barbecue, you know, Texas barbecue, mm. I and mean, that's obviously the cuisine. That's when you step out and try all that. And in Austin, Texas, they're known for their food trucks as well. Right. As a matter of fact, at one place, it's a, it's a big open field, and it's nothing but food trucks. Anything you can think of. Wow. Fantastic. But again, you sort of gravitate to the barbecue when you're down there, the beef ribs and the pork ribs. And, oh, man, it's it's ve- it's. It's excellent. But, you know, to me, the biggest attraction to Austin ultimately was something I didn't even know about before I got there. And that's the Congress Bridge, the Congress Bridge Bats. Now, this is there's Congress Avenue and then the Bridge Congress. They renovated the, the bridge a couple of decades ago without knowing that they were creating the perfect bat cave, perfect conditions for bats the temperature the humidity and the little grooves under the under the bridge that are there for whatever reasons the bats love them so it became home to millions and millions of bats come on and 
Yeah, they're called Mexican free-tail bats. So we get there and we find out people, you go into the bridge tonight, you're going to watch the bats. Okay, what are you talking about? So we get down there and just before sunset, people are all over there on lawn chairs waiting for this phenomenon. And just before sunset, millions of bats leave the bridge at once to go out for their nightly feed. Come on. it It almost looks like clouds in the sky. And, like and they something. don't attack people into like fly into their hair. They just take it's a, like a pre- precise moment. They all take off. Really? At once. How do they know yeah. that? I don't know. How do the bats know? OK, uh, anyone uh, look at the Look at the time. It's time to fly. So, the, yeah. So and then they return. We didn't stick around to watch them return. But like clockwork as well, just before sunrise, they return in droves by the millions wow to this bridge it really it's it, it's something you've got to so you said congress bridge bats congress bridge bats and they're mexican free uh free tail bats they're called and literally millions of them and and what kind of sound does it make not much of a sound like a bit of a squeak but they just all take God. off quickly from the bridge and, and again it looks like Quick, a fast-moving cloud, and then once the the bats had left, we walked down under the bridge, and of course, it smells like hell. Well, it's bad shit. They hang upside down yeah. all day long, right? And then they're crapping and everything. Yeah, but uh, so I, listen, if you go to Austin, it's pretty pretty tough to miss it. Now, maybe Randy did because I should also mention it happens. Uh, uh, you know, between. Uh, you know, between March and fall. So if you're there in the winter, it may not. Like where do the bats go in the winter? They go somewhere else? I don't know. I guess they do. Maybe they migrate. Or they, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating, dude. Um, so we got Dallas for the uh, Kennedy experience. And yes. then you go to Arlington for the baseball and football experience. And then you wind up in Austin for the uh, barbecue and the Congress Bridge bats. And music. Music. And there. And then quickly, San Antonio, which is just 80 miles away. Alamo. Okay. Alamo. Went to the Alamo. Of course I went to the Alamo. Well, of course Something you did. You Listen, I, not much there, not much to it. But all your life you hear about the Alamo, you're in San Antonio. You have to go there. You just, you just do. And we went. And they have this thing also in San Antonio called the River Rock, which is oh, River Walk, rather, which is pretty cool, right down in the middle of the town. And Yeah, yeah. So we did that as well. And then uh, from there, Corpus Christi, which if you want a little bit of a beach feel, it's not the best beach, but you're there on the Gulf and you're at Corpus Christi. And part of the experience there was going on the USS Lexington, which is an aircraft carrier. Amazing. If you've never been on one. Yeah. You've got to do it. It's like the length of three or four football fields. No, it's underneath, underneath the aircraft carrier, Howard, is a, is a whole village. Yeah restaurants and and haircutting places and um gymnasiums everything for the servicemen of course but to stand on there and get the vastness of it was just something well i've been on that aircraft carrier i can't remember the name of it that's parked in the uh the new york harbor Mm -hmm. same thing like when you're standing on it you just it's hard to reconcile the size of it and then, as you said, I did the same thing. I went below, and the one in New York, they've got a museum where they've got a, a mock-up of the lunar uh, landing module. Right. <laughs> and the LEM, this, this got this, like, yeah. it's, like a, it's like a space tent. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. 
Yeah, and so that, again, I, I think close to 900 feet long. Yeah. This aircraft carrier, and it was built in 1942, commissioned uh, for the Second World War, and then out of commission, and now it's a tourist attraction, and uh, they sucked me in. And anyway, from there to Houston overnight and flew home from Houston. Don't have a lot to say about Houston. Didn't get to spend a lot of time there. But, you know, at 66 years of age, having that on my bucket list, I feel totally satiated with Texas. I've done it, and I don't need to go back. Fantastic. There you have it, folks. Another episode of Aging with Energy. It's the Old Guys Travel Show. We're the old guys, Hummel and Fred. Happy to be part of your lives as you think about where you want to go next. Thanks to our friends at the Chamber Plan. And, of course, our favorite old guy, the Retirement Sherpa. Could you tell where my head was at when you found me? Me and you went to hell and back just to find peace. Man, I thought I had everything, I was lonely